Here we are, guys. Uh, another episode of Tradio brought to you proudly by Trade Tools. And uh, we've got Joel in with us from AHA Plumbing. And uh, we've actually just recorded the podcast, hey? And sure we've, have. We've doubled back around to uh, do the intro because the first intro was it was rubbish, it yeah? Was rough, yeah. It was terrible. I've been regretting it the whole time. So here we are. It's but, played um, on his mind, so. It has. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, it was a really, really good chat, guys, so uh, I think you should look forward to this one. Was, not going to lie, a bit nervous about going into some of those some of those subjects, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll leave that up to you guys to decide yeah. whether you like them or not. I might have to um, edit out a couple of little bits there, but I think I'll leave the, the vast majority of it, mate. So yeah. a, is it AHA plumbing? Yeah, AHAP for short. AHAP. Yeah, all hours affordable plumbing. Ah, right, AHAP, I'm with you now. Yeah, I heard you say that before and I didn't know uh, what you meant. It's all uh, happening. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, just start off. Tell us a bit about yourself, mate. Uh, righto. Well, I'm, I'm 25 and I've recently opened my own plumbing business. Yeah, right. Oh, actually, well, I should tell you guys that we, um, we've just set up a new podcast system. So I've got a soundboard in front of me. That's why I sound a bit distracted because I'm trying to work out exactly how to use it. So this, this episode will be a little bit of a trial. We've got uh we've we've got sound effects. I'm not sure what they do. Let's try one. Oh, <laughs> Welcome if to you, the podcast. If you're just listening to this and you're not uh watching, it looks like he's every DJ you've ever seen in any nightclub ever. I feel like it. I do. I'm waiting for the dun, 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 dun. Well, I'm looking for uh Darude Sandstorm, but I can't find it. Where's Jimmy? Find it with him. <laughs> yeah. So twenty five just started your own um Plumbing business, how'd that come about? Oh, well, it was always something that was on the back of my mind, doing your apprenticeship, you know, you think, oh yeah, like I'll work for someone and it's good being on wages and everything like that. But I've always been someone who's wanted to try a little bit more. Yep. And um, yeah, it was just in the back of my mind for a long time and I sort of got in a position where I was going to change employers and I came to the ultimatum of if I change someone else, change to someone else rather, I'd, um, I'd be real half-hearted with it because yep. I'd always have that in the back of my mind. I don't really think that's fair if you work for someone, if you're not committed to work for them, if you know what I mean, and yeah, really have sure. a go. So, yep. yeah, I decided to take the step. And, and I spoke to a few different people before I did it and called my old man and yeah. had, a, had a big discussion with a couple of people and came to the decision, well, no time like the present, let's have a crack at it. And yeah, cool. yeah, that's what I did, eh? How long, is it, how long have you been uh, out on your on your own two feet now? Uh, so it's almost three months, at the end of three months, coming into my fourth month now. So Still nice and fresh. Oh, very. And yeah. um, how's it treating you so far? Uh, at first it was more daunting than anything. Yeah, like for sure. Thinking, oh, I've got to pay myself and yep, if I yep. don't work, then who's paying for my rent? And yep. I don't really have anyone that can sort of – Pay for me, so to speak. No, so, uh, no safety net. Nah, nah, nah. It was just risk it for the biscuit. So, um, yeah. I, to be honest, I haven't done really any advertising at all. I've just got a little Instagram page. Yeah, yeah. Just, just got some business cards made and got, yeah. a, got a couple of thousand printed and yep. spent fifty or sixty bucks online and got that done. And then I work at, uh, like, train at a couple of gyms where there's a fair few people. So yeah. every time I spoke to someone, the first part of the conversation was, yeah, I run my own plumbing business. Yeah. And then you oh, yeah, mum's got a drip and tap. And I'd walk over to my yeah. gym, gym bag and grab yeah, out a card, card and sling go, it across. <laughs> and a few people would start talking. And, and So yeah, every I'd, every time you introduce, g'day, Joel from uh, Ahab Plumber, mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you do for work? Oh, I run my own plumbing business. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, oh, really? They, they obviously think that you're killing it. And I'm like, ha-ha, kind of. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just scary at first. but For sure. Yeah, well, I suppose that's – um. That's sort of how it all kicks off, though, eh? Word of mouth business, and then they tell their mates, and 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly right. So um, obviously before I started, I'm real lucky. I've worked um, worked around some real talented plumbers and yep. worked for a couple of different businesses and seen how other people operate. And my dad's worked for himself my whole life and yeah, right. all that sort of thing. So I um, had some fundamentals of in the back of my mind of what I would do. And I listened to – um. there's another plumbing company on the coast called Jet Set and they have a podcast and I um, – yep listen to him and one of the first things he said it's resonated with me straight away because it's real similar to what my dad always said and it was um if you like just say for example you had one job for the day and it was fixing Dorothy's taps yeah you would go there you would do the job so it was smick and then when you finished you know you've got nothing for the rest of the day yeah so you would go oh while I'm here you'll just charge them accordingly for what you've done sweet no worries and then I'll go around check the rest of their house out yeah yeah oh that's got an issue that's got an issue blah 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 and go fix it up or when I when I was um when I was there if they had any issues with anything in regards to oh why are you here could you move my washing machine or yeah whatever I'll do whatever I could to help Jump them. On in. Yeah. yeah just and it's not it's not being facetious or anything like that. It's because I actually care and yeah. I know that and it's it's proof like because I'm pretty busy at the moment and it's most of it's re- uh, return customers and yeah for sure people talking about it. So um if you help people to the best of your ability that's the only thing that they're going to talk about. So when yeah. I finish that job, like they've gone out on a limb to take me out, but we both know that that's something that they're going to mention to their friends. So yeah, that's what I've done, and it's been brilliant, eh? Well, that's um sort of uh, when we were talking to Maddie from Shoreside. That's how he extremely he, similar. Yeah. yeah, he trains his boys to make sure he, you know you provide the uh, the client and experience that they you know yeah, that yeah. they're going to remember and appreciate. Exactly, like when he said how he clocks off and then goes and gives them a hand. Like mm. it's. I grew up in a real small country town and it was yep. it was just normal. Like if someone had an issue, for example, like their car broke down out the front of the pub, yeah. like yeah, everyone four or five home. people to jump out and start pushing the car down the road to yep. roll start it or whatever, yeah, you know sure. what I mean? So it's not like you're, you're doing it for to go on Instagram and to look good or whatever. It's just, no, I want to help you out and yep. I'm not I'm not here to rip you off. I just want to do a job accordingly and you're going to pay for it and yep. that's it. It's sweet. Happy days. Everyone yeah, walks yeah, away yeah. happy. It's, it's really cool, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, did you did you go straight into plumbing after school, or did you? Oh, what did you get up to? I, I've been around like a rissa, eh? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I've uh, I've done a fair bit, so it's a it's a bit of a story, but I'll um I'll run you through it. So yeah. I'm paraphrasing pretty hard, trying to remember it all. But <laughs> <laughs> first, first left school, um, had a couple of odd jo- like before I was leaving school, had a couple of odd jobs. Yeah, because um I lived in a small town, so and my parents had the pub there, so I get a lot of different trades and stuff would come there of an afternoon and yeah true i just walk around g'day mate how you going do you need any help this week oh yeah, yeah so right. yeah there's a few electricians stonemasons my dad's a bricky and yeah okay um before he like started building houses and had the hotel and whatever but um yeah we're just um there's a couple of carpenters and yeah we just sit on the corner each morning and they'd come pick me up when they're driving past at five and i'll go spend the day with them and checked it all out so i did a few different tra- like had a crack at a few different trades but yeah, when I f- like when I finished, year, I finished year ten, got my certificate, and decided that I didn't want to do any further. I wanted to do a trade, get my hands on some tools, and yeah, I started a mechanic apprenticeship and did yep. that for about a year and a half, and then that was down in Canberra. I yeah. don't know how any mechanics do their job. I can't stand working on engines. Oh, like I, I don't know. I've always been a bit of a car head sort of thing. I've just enjoyed seeing how things work, and I think yep. that's eventually what led me to plumbing is just being curious at how stuff works. Yeah, right. But Where does that poo go when I flush? <laughs> Let's find out. Why does it go this way on this side of the planet? <laughs> but um, yeah, so. Anyways, I did the mechanic thing and then a, a few things happened in my life and I ended up moving up to the Gold Coast for a minute. Yep. And when I came up here, I started doing a bit of carpentry and uh, yeah. um, while I was doing that, I worked in like worked in restaurants and stuff and then 
I um, decided I was going to um, get, get a job that actually paid. So I went to a um, company called Skilled and they hire you out and worked in yeah, the factory. Yeah, yeah, I know the one. Started getting into the gym a little bit yep. and then decided I want to be a personal trainer and was going to change everybody's fitness ever. So yeah, yeah. I went and studied and got my cert <laughs> three and four in fitness and yep. then did that and moved to, uh, oh, I did that, then worked in a timber yard, moved to Brisbane, um, worked for a concreting company for a while. That was pretty cool. Got to travel like up north and stuff on yeah. some concrete crews. That was fun. Yeah, righto. And then um, started with a geotech soil company, working yeah. on like uh, land cruises with drill rigs on the back of them. Ah, uh, yes. So yeah, that was yeah, like, yeah. for me, that was that was sort of my dream job, like yeah. big, big fan of land cruises. So <laughs> yeah. driving all over country, New South Wales, uh, country rather, Queensland and out to Augustella and so that were the, and stuff. the ones with the... Um with the drill actually like the rig mounted on the back yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like a, a, a big old mm. four-wheel drive with an auger on the back of it and you yep. go and drill holes and take all the samples out. I, I really love that. And then um, more stuff happened in my life and I went back down home for um, who I consider to be my mum's funeral. Yeah. And um, when I was down there, I got in a bit of a rassle and um, dislocated my shoulder. So there's a bit of a situation there. So yep. I went back up. When I moved back up, I'd – um. A lot like my brother and stuff's back down in Canberra. Yeah. And I had a bit of a chat with him. I was like, oh, um, he, my niece didn't really recognise who I was. So it was, and uh, yeah. who we considered to be mum just passed away. So it was all pretty emotional. And yep. he's like, you know, you should come back down here. You got that personal training thing. There's a gym here that'd take you on. You should move. So yeah. that was on the Sunday. And big on, decision time. On the Wednesday, I started my first shift in Canberra as a PT. Yeah, right. So packed over the course of two days, packed up, quit, moved back down home. Yeah. And then when I was down there, decided I wanted to, um, walk my own footsteps sort of thing. It was because my dad's up here, so it was a big deal for me to leave. Ah, uh, okay, yep. I was like, no, nah, I, I really need to be independent and walk my own path. So I went down there and did the PT thing for about a week. Yeah. get out pretty quick. You don't earn money as a PT. Yeah, right. Or if you do, it's pretty tricky, especially in a quiet gym. Yep, yep. So I started working for a flooring guy. I wanted to do an apprenticeship, and I was I was really, really lucky. A friend of mine was – friends of friends of mine yep. um, had opened a plumbing business down home. And I was right. Like, and they were, oh, we want an apprentice. And I was like, oh, I'll give that a crack. Yeah. So I um yeah hit them up and they're like yeah come on have a go and did a few days with them and they sort of like me so yeah started my apprenticeship with them yeah right and did oh, I think I did a year and a half with them mm. and then the whole time I was working a couple of different jobs end up working four jobs at one stage yeah right doing <laughs> doing north of ninety hours a week and if you don't yeah. believe me I can give you the employees <laughs> yeah I can give you the employees names and then it's um, hard yakker eh? yeah so I I did that and then um swapped a swapped my apprenticeships which back home is a pretty big deal yeah started working for ACT gas and plumbing and um yeah did the majority of the rest of my apprenticeship there yep um while that was all going on I came up and competed on the Gold Coast. Oh um, yeah, yeah. As a bodybuilding, as a fitness model, yeah. So yeah, right. Wanna be wanna be bodybuilders. And I was going to uh, say when you walked in here, I had to pick my jaw up off the floor. I was like, look at this specimen of a human. Oh, I just, I just <laughs> looks make, like a younger version of myself. <laughs> I just make sure I put my shirts in the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> yeah right. I, just, I just wear my son shirts. <laughs> <laughs> just shop a baby game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I came up here and competed and. I came up to see my old man and stuff and I was like, what am I doing? You know, camp is cold and horrible. Yep. Picking up crowbars with frost on it. Yeah. Yep. Silly. So I, um, yeah, decided to pack up, move up here. And then I moved up here, finished my apprenticeship, um, like got signed off and whatever. And yep. then did my licensing. And at the end of my licensing, I was sort of in a position where I'd worked for this company for a bit over two years and yep. was really appreciative of everything they'd given me and everything. So I was like, I, I need a change. I need to do something different. It's been t- it's been two years. I want to I want to get somewhere out and, else. Uh, get out and flap those wings. 
Yeah, man. And then, um, yeah, just sort of there was one morning that I, I sat at home and um, I wasn't working that day and I, I called um, called my dad and had a big chat with him and called a couple of plumbers and there's actually a, a plumber on the coast, Dan, who owns iPlum Solutions. I called him and I had a real big chat with him about it all and came to the conclusion that I was in a position where I could pay for myself for a couple of months and why not give it a crack? I had my license, I had a ute, had tools. So would you say – because I imagine before before you step out on your own, I never did or anything when I was doing carpentry work and uh, it was always, you know, just on ABN, bloody uh, subian. Mm. But um, when I used to, you know, sort of think about doing something like that, it was like I don't know where to start. I've got no idea, you know, what, what, to, well, I'm what just, to expect. Yeah, yeah, I, same boat, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, um, but I, like I said, I've, I've worked for a lot of people. I've seen a lot of different businesses, ups and downs. And yeah, um, I'm just real lucky that the people who I surround myself with are all pretty successful and they've yep. all got sort of their eye on the prize. And yeah, cool. I, I'm real tight with my uncle and, um, he, like, he works for a big airline as a yeah. pilot. So he has a lot of time off. And I was telling him about it and it sort of turned into his little hobby. Yeah, right. So while I'm plumbing away, <laughs> doing my own thing. He'll uh, we'll, we'll discuss different topics and different um, different procedures about businesses and stuff, and he'll he'll overlook it and be like, "What are you doing here? Why are you spending money there?" And oh right, uh, yeah. So sort of got a bit of a bit of an archangel on my back. Yeah, so that's he'll, pretty handy. He sort of sort of looks at everything I've done while I've got on my feet and got all my invoicing sorted and yep. all that sort of stuff. And as I get busier, you know, he's just it's it was sort of one of those things where I think he just sort of helped me take off if that makes sense yep. and just yep. gave me a bit of guidance and. You know, you should make sure you keep on tapping on top of your taxes. Make make sure yeah. you have like all your money separate. What's going in? What's going out? Yeah, like right. Having different phones, like have a work phone and a personal phone, and yep. just being able to separate business from life. Yeah. And um, yeah. So it, so far, so good, man. Like, uh, to be honest, I love it, eh? Yeah, right. Has there been any any major hiccups or anything yet? I shouldn't say yet, but <laughs> has there? <laughs> Considering I've been plumbing for three minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Oh, not really, eh? Like, um, I, I've had a couple of quiet weeks. Like, that for me, that's always sort of a, I wouldn't say a hiccup, but a, definitely a learning curve. Like, whenever yep. it happens, I just have to think, why did that happen? And learn um, from it. Yeah, yep. yeah. And it's um just with that, like, as I've noticed, i just got to be a bit patient with some things and yep. just keep staying, like, just as always, stay honest and... Yeah, you know, for just sure. When it, whenever you get the opportunity, just let people know you're, you're not there to rip them off. You just want to do a good job and... Yeah, it's slowly but surely he's building and picked up a couple of real estates and a couple of builders now and that. So. Oh, nice. Very good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's been cruising. How was, uh, how was your apprenticeship? Like, did you have any, uh, any horror stories from it or? Oh, no, I don't. I've had some interesting times as an apprentice, obviously. Like, yeah. I, um, I, I don't know. Like, I didn't really have anything too bad, to be honest. Like, I had a yep. couple of tradesmen that I butted heads with. Yeah, yeah, like, for I, sure. I'm pretty, pretty strong-willed and yep. um, obviously – being an apprentice, it's not good to be like that at times. But in saying that, I believe a lot of apprentices cop a lot of stick yeah. when they shouldn't. Yeah, for sure. Um, don't get me wrong. Like as a tradesman, I've had apprentices underneath me and seen what they can be like. But a lot of the times it's the tradesman's got a bee in his bonnet and he thinks that, you know, he can show what's up and do do some things very facetiously to the apprentice and thinks it's hilarious. And yep. they don't really see it as a, as a young guy, the person who's supposed to be their role models. Yeah, Doing yep. some pretty um pretty nasty and saying some pretty horrible things to him and a lot of people they don't think about the mental health of that kid and now yeah, obviously sure. it's a big thing in the workplace. Big time. You think about it like obviously there's there's a there's a difference between 
like having a joke. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, for sure. And, and then like belittling someone on the regular, you know yep. what I mean? Yeah, entertaining yourself at the expense of someone else, you know? Yeah, it's just like a schoolyard bully in some regards. Yeah, so I sure. think a lot of apprentices cop a lot of stick for that yep. um, from tradesmen where they'll carry on that they're not good enough and they don't want to yep. work hard. And like, well, who would want to work for you when you act like that? That's right. Them? Yeah, exactly right. But in saying that, there's a lot of people I think that are a little bit soft that just yeah. need to realise it's a joke, mate. Calm down. Yeah, like, for sure. No need to cry about it. Yeah, there's a – see, it's – it's hard to find a balance too. There is no specific formula because, you know, every individual person is so different with how oh, they'll react to uh, certain behaviour. So You never know. It's like customers, mate. You, when, when you walk into someone's house, you sort of you've got to be very very neutral when you first walk in there and yeah. find out what they're like. You know, if you, for example, if you work in a prestigious area like Sovereign Island, yeah. you know, you need to be very refined in what you say. And oh, right. If you're working in hypothetically, somewhere, so, somewhere else, <laughs> somewhere else somewhere on the coast, yeah. um, you know you can be a lot more relaxed with the way that you speak and yep, yep. You, you, you change your um, attitude according yep. according to that. I think that's a lot with people, you know what I mean? Sure. Everyone's a bit different and sometimes you just got to weigh the waters and find out what they're like before, yep. you, before you do anything. <laughs> before you dive in. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> before you trip them over and push them. <laughs> Would you know, doing what you've done, like a, a jack of all trades, it's impressive. Oh, and actually... You said earlier you're a uh, volunteer firefighter too. Yeah, yeah. So I do a little bit of volunteering. I'm I'm pretty lucky. I um, volunteer at a Mudrybar fire station. So yep. I, unfortunately, the last couple uh, last couple of months, I haven't been getting there as much as I would like to. Obviously, with work commitments. But yeah. I think that's part and parcel. You know, when you start a business, you just need to realize that this will be your everything for the yeah, next well. next minute until you get <clears> on top of it. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I haven't been there as much, but I love it. Hey, best decision I ever made. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you went down to uh, New South, you were saying, and actually helped yeah, fight so, the big fires down so there. So we went down when there was the big fires in New South Wales and Stanthorpe. I was yep. very, very lucky that um, I put my hand up to – there was a task force that was going down there. Yeah. And I put my hand up and said, yeah, yeah, I'll go. And I'd only just came out of – that was the day before I'd came out of FMS. That's like firefighter minimum skills. Yep. And I just came out of that literally the day prior. <laughs> like and off, a, you, off you go. Yeah. And they were, look, I'd been there for nearly a year at the time. And yep. um, uh, our second officer, I think it was, Aaron, he's, he gave me the tick of approval to go down there. So I went down there with um, – uh, went down there with Brad and Glenn and – Went down to Stanthorpe and wow. spent five days fighting fires. Oh, well, we're doing hit more backburning than anything and yeah, just yeah. lighting some yeah. some of the biggest fires I've ever seen back yeah. into a, mount, got a mountain um, to stop it. A mate of mine, um, Scotty, is a ranger with SEQ and, yeah, uh, right. and they yep. do all the same thing, you know, go and backburn. And, oh. and it's just crazy, eh? It's, it's amazing. What a job. If you if you think about <laughs> it, I'm gonna I'm paraphrasing hard here, I don't recall, but I think something like 93% of the 93% of Queensland yeah. is protected by volunteers. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. How cool so is that? I, it's like, don't get me wrong, a lot of people take it a little bit too seriously, I think. But yeah, yeah. you got to remember, like, the people that are out there volunteering, they've got families and kids yeah, and jobs sure. and stuff, and they, they give up every Tuesday night or whatever their training night is, and they give up weeks of their life to go out yep. and save whoever's property it is or sure. to save the environment and stuff. From, yeah. the, from those fires. So I think it's very noble and very appreciative. Uh, actually, I think I've got a sound effect for it. I hope I hit the right button. For the for the firefighters and volunteers, nailed it, nailed it on you fellas and 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 ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone. Uh, yeah. So knowing what you know now and and doing all the work you've done, would you ever consider trading it up for an office job? Good question. Um, uh, I've it's thought, one of it's one of our favourite uh, questions. It's, to it's ask a yeah. brilliant question. Okay, so there, there's two ways that I would think about that. 
Um, depends if you're a office in regards to running a business or offices working for someone. Oh, geez, yeah, now it's getting tough. I don't yeah, know. Well, yeah. so if if I was working for myself in yep. an office, I don't think I would have an issue with it. Yeah. However, okay. I've worked for people who obviously run their own business. And I think that they become very out of touch over a period of time of being on the tools yep. and at least get yourself back in on the tools and realise how hard it is to use a shovel. Working for yourself, I don't think I'd have too much of an issue going into the office as long yep. as I got out on the tools every now and again. Yeah, for sure. Um, but working for someone, to be 100% honest, I think I'd probably go a bit stir crazy because yep. I'd want to be doing stuff. Yep. <laughs> if, but if, if it was an office job where, you know, you got to go out inside a bit and whatever, yep. then I don't think I'd have too much of a drama. But I think as people go further in their career, especially as a tradesman, depending on who you are, a lot of people want to do it to protect their body, yep. especially if they've got a young family, you know, like True. you've got lower back issues or your knees or your shoulder or whatever, and you've got young kids. Yeah. I think it's a smart decision to move to like upskill yourself to be in a position where you can do something that's a little bit, le- little bit less physical on your body so you can enjoy the finer things. Have you ever made been told you're very calculated in your answers <laughs> oh, <laughs> most uh, of the time it's like nah uh, no way fuck the office take a hard pass yeah. <laughs> um yeah Good I, answer. I, I think a lot so uh, i think it's annoyed a lot of people yep and ah well somewhat somewhat sorry for that to all my teachers that i absolutely hounded <laughs> <laughs> asking just all the questions and i think as a side note as an apprentice even if someone gets shitty, you're asking questions, don't stop till you know. Yeah, for sure. You doesn't, have to. Does, doesn't matter. Like, yeah. it does not matter at all. And you know what? I think uh, a boss, right, as a boss that's committed to, to training an apprentice, you should never uh, get pissed off and upset with, with an apprentice that asks questions because that shows uh, initiative. They actually, you know, willingness to, to learn more. They're keen, yeah. Like, a, a good way to look at it, this is hypothetical to think yeah, about yeah. it this way. But if you're an apprentice and, you know, you keep asking, like, whatever the question may be, you're trying to do an offset and a bend, yep, like yep. bend in some copper or something, and you just can't wrap your head around it. Yeah. And the boss just sort of gets to the point where he's like, oh, well, you just don't get it. I'll try and show you again later. Just in yep. your in your mind, think of it this way. He's not smart enough to show a way for you to understand it. It's not that you're dumb enough to not understand it. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. so he so lacks just, the, the uh, skills to, to help you understand rather yeah. than you – and everyone will have that with teachers. You think back to school, I guarantee everyone has the same experience where they'll have one teacher where they'll they'll do things in a certain way where they're like, Yep, sweet, understand yep. it. Other people are doing like, I just I just can't wrap can't my head it. around a bit. And I think a lot like a lot of talented teachers and tradesmen out there can put things in such a way that, that you'll understand it. That yeah, yeah, that's good. I like that. Good job. Good answer, mate. Far out. So uh, how'd you go in school? Not great, eh? Oh, didn't you? <laughs> Man, I'm not actually a- surprised. I thought I from I, what I've seen, I thought you would have been uh, pretty good. Nah, I was. I, I lived um, in like country New South Wales and had to catch a bus an hour and a half every day to school. Wow. I think it's because I think the way that I do, I was just more interested in doing activi- like activity sort of things. Yep, so yep. A, <laughs> I was actually thinking about this before, like before, um, and uh, we're, t- we're talking about like sickies and stuff with work. Yeah. But um, where I grew up, there's like a bus shelter and on one side is the tennis courts and the other side is the bus shelter. Yeah. And I would because I could, yeah. um, when I was in high school, the bus would drive past, and he'd have to drive past it, do a Yui, come back, pick us all up. Yep. And um, he would drive past, and a lot of the time I was the only kid that was there. So he would drive <laughs> past, see me, and I'd wave at him. When he'd do a Yui, while he's doing a Yui, I'd just walk around the other side into the tennis court 
area yeah. and then just like look through the slats of the timber and look at him and watch him pull up and just be all <laughs> and confused just, and be like, I swear to God, there was a human here. <laughs> and he would get out and have a look and sing out and I would just be up. real quiet and then he would get back in the bus and drive off and as soon as he would get in the bus and go around the corner, I'd like run out into the road and wave and see him <laughs> slow down. <laughs> he would have oh, hated I, you. I, I couldn't help He's myself. He's done it again. He oh. would have went back to his wife and whinged about you like, every I night. swear there's a ghost in Captain Slack. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then when I roll home, like mum and dad would be like, what are you doing here? Oh, not going to believe it. Bus wasn't there, eh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because I was so far away, they weren't going to drive me to school. So yeah, yeah. jump on my push bike, oh, go up the BMX yeah. track and See, that's start making clever. some jumps for the afternoon. That's clever. That's that's great. Yeah. Um, did In school, did uh, did you find they promoted trade life at all? Well, it's funny that you like in regards to school, I didn't do very well at anything except for motor maintenance. Eh? Like I yeah, okay, right. absolutely slayed that class. That was yep. my favourite class. Was that the, Whenever I had motor maintenance, I was there yep. on time and sharp. Like, yeah, right. Because I was interested. I wanted to do it. I wanted to see how a lawnmower worked. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I, in regards to the skills tech side of thing, it was a long time since I've been there, but I've always, like everyone who I'm friends with the tradies, I've always been around trades. And yep. I grew up in a very trade-dominated town. Yeah, so, right it's so it was always a part of your life. Yeah, it yep. was. I, I never knew any different. I always knew that there was tradies, and I personally didn't think I was going to be a tradie. Yeah. After I was a, a apprentice um, mechanic, yeah, and did my PT thing, I was like, nah, that's it. I'm going to be a PT. I want to help people forever. Yeah. Like, this is what I want to do. Yeah, it's pretty cutthroat, sort of. Um, oh, and then the um, of it. when you do get on the trades, and oh, I'm sure a lot of people who are trades will understand this. There is, in my opinion, no better feeling, no better sound. Then the sound of the clinkle of boots, like when you don't have your uh, lace through the top two, uh, n- like knuckles. Like, yeah, I don't know if you can hear on my boots. Yeah, yeah. But that's that sound of the the brass of them knocking around and the feel of having like a um, nail bag on. Yeah, putting your oh, hammer yeah, in a nail for bag. Sure. In yep. in my opinion, like that's I, I take it sounds silly, but I take a lot of pride when I put yep. that on. Same with the volunteering thing, like yep. when you have a, a shirt on that says like firefighter on the back. For sure, yeah. You have like a little bit of a pep in your step when you, when you walk past someone, you know what I mean? You, the only, you, you um, feel good. only shirt I've ever worn that had firefighter written on it, I got from a costume shop, mate. So you got that on, <laughs> you got that on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. It's not hard. If you want to volunteer, find your local station, hit them up. It's not hard to get into it. I'm 30 years old, mate. I struggle to get out of bed. I have six beers at night and I'm done for two days. <laughs> Put out your internal fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the transition from the uh, apprentice apprenticeship into your business, have you, like it's only, I know it's only fresh, only a few months, but has there been any any trials so far that have? Um, yeah, like I've had some interest, like I've had some interesting things, which I'm sure every business, like businessman comes to in regards to um, people who will try and chase you to the bottom. Like, oh yeah. So yeah. let's just say, for example, like I started out, I was just always ingrained, like don't sell yourself short. Yeah. Especially when I was doing the PT thing, and as um, Shoreside Plumbing said, sort of know your worth. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like you got to understand that it's real hard when you're 18 years old and you got to tell someone it's 60 bucks for them to see you for the hour. Yep. Yeah. It's it's a real hard and fast lesson. So um, you just learn to know your worth, and it's. Another thing like with that is you go, you're not paying for me to do that tap washer. You're paying for the five years of study and work. True. That I've yeah, done before a, that yeah, for me to do this. That's a good way to look so, at it. So, um, yeah, I've always sort of had that. But when I've gone and done jobs, I'll obviously do the job. And then like we spoke about, I'll go help me out with something else. Like they needed to move whatever yeah. around or whatever it may be. Or I'll yeah. talk with them or give them some ideas of what I would do plumbing wise with certain things. And then they'll hit you back up at a lower price. And you're like, oh. Uh, and then once yeah. you crunch the numbers on it, you're like, wait a second. 
Losing money on that. I'm gonna. I, I, that doesn't even pay for my fuel to get there. I mean, yeah. like it sounds like a lot of money, but when you look at materials and time yep. and yep. whatever, like no, that that doesn't make sense. And yeah, they sort of hit you up because they know that you're pretty like in the first couple of weeks, like they know you've just started and you're pretty quiet, and they think you're just gonna take it. Yeah, true. It was a um bit of a a uh, bit of an interesting lesson. Sometimes it's best just to say no. Yep. Yep. And you you in those situations, in my opinion, better off to lay in bed and go broke than. Go work your clacker out and go spend all this money and not make any money. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, you, you're seeing, you know, a thousand dollars in, a thousand dollars out. Yeah. Plus your labor, but when you crunch the numbers, it's like, wait, I didn't earn any money. Better off to stay at home or yeah, for sure. Go print some more cards off and yeah. start slinging them out. You Absolutely, know what I mean? yeah. So I've had that a couple of times, and when they find out you're a one man band, they think that they can screw you to the wall. I'm like, look, so I, like, I appreciate the offer, but when I think you, it's best you find someone else. When you say people um, running you to the bottom, like as in undercutting your quotes, so that you, yeah, so so you you provide a quote, and then they you know their client will say, well, I got this price, and you come in under just to try and get that work. Uh, yeah, well, I, I again, that's like not letting myself do that. It's very yeah, like it's very hard to say no to work. Yeah, yeah. At, at like not so much now. I'm pretty lucky. I've got a couple of real estates and stuff that keep me afloat, and yeah, it's cool. been awesome. It's snowballing. But like for a perfect example would be like going to um like replace a basin set. For yeah. example, right? Yeah. And then you'll go there and you say it's X amount for this, it's X amount for that. Yeah. I'll be like, oh well. We had a handyman here who came and replaced it and charged us 50 bucks. Yeah, right. And then you have to go through, well, you do understand they're not licensed. If your house floods, yeah, you have to pay for that or the handyman does. Yeah. Not, like if, if I flood your house, my public liability pays for that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I have a license and yeah, well, I, I know what's going on. <clears throat> a big thing with uh, with hiring legit tradies is you're hiring their their liability insurance. You're hiring all this safety that comes with it, you know. If something oh, goes wrong, I, a, it, it'll be all right. I yeah. absolutely take my hat off to any company that employs someone. Eh? Like yep. When I look at the way that I do things, I'm, not, like, I'm confident in what I do. Yep. But to know, to know that you've built yourself up a, a company and then you take someone on yep. and you have to go, hey, wait a second, everything that I've done, all those like late nights and handing those cards out and stuff all relies on this one person yep. to represent my company and what yeah. I've done. Yep. I need to know that they're good. For I need sure. to know they're going to do a quality job and I need to know when it's four o'clock on a Friday and they want to knock off that they're not just going to nip that nut up and yeah. not seal it properly. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Like you need to know that they're going to be good. And sure. every tradesman who take like every company rather that takes on a tradesman, I think that would be a real hard thing to know that you're, you're putting your company's name on some, like yeah. on someone and just, yeah, Obviously, uh, people have ways of knowing what people are like, but I think that's, for me, that's the most daunting thing for the future because if it keeps going the way I am, I'll look at taking someone on by the yeah. end of the year or early into next year. Yep. And that'll be my hardest thing is to know that they're going to be like be like me sort of thing yeah. in regards to plumbing and yep, yep. attitude with customers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's a, I never thought of that th- that way either, you know? Yeah, it's because you just like, as being an employer, employee rather, for an employer, you like I know what I'm like, so I'm like, yeah, sweet man, I'll I'll do what I can to look after him and all the yep. rest of it. And yep. as you would, same yep. thing. But then you think, oh, I've worked with a lot of tradies that are oh, yeah. some interesting cats, oh, yeah. and I'm like, man, yeah, I've seen some. Oh. Uh, everyone's seen some dodgy pricks, eh? Oh, like, you ex- know, they- exactly right. I think a lot of companies cop a lot of flack from with that. For example, like they'll they'll take a tradie on, they don't know that that guy's a peanut. Yeah, and he'll yeah, that's go, right. He'll yeah. go out and say something real facetious to a customer or make her feel uncomfortable, yep. and or it falls straight on the company, and then. All of a sudden, Shoulders. such and such company is under scrutinisation for what this one peanut said. Yeah, so yeah. 
that's yeah, not, that's, pretty, um, that's just a personal thing that I'm nervous of of the future is. But I think if you um, take the time to get to know someone and sure. all the rest of it, that won't be an issue. Absolutely. Have you? What's the uh, what's the worst job you've been you've been to? Like, oh. what's a because plumbers are always, uh, they've always got awesome stories. Uh, yeah, I have, I, um, I have one that wasn't a, it was the day that I thought I quit plumbing, eh? Yeah, all right. Oh. Okay, all right. Just a quick info break. Come in and check out the TT Diner on Friday and Saturday nights from 5pm for our bike and car nights. Open till 10pm with drinks and great food, plus we're also open for breakfast and lunch Monday through Saturday. Located at Trade Tools Archerfield, which is 569 Boundary Road, everyone's welcome. There's a huge car park for all the toys. So there's few better ways to spend an evening, guys. With that said, back to the podcast. All right, horror story, yeah? Yeah, go. So, um, yeah, shoot. <clears throat> so I was at a – I won't won't name any names. No, let's, so I don't think let's that's wise. Not to, yeah. um, so I was at a quite a big building in Surfers Paradise at 3 a.m. And we had to um, – the, they have a big pump-out pit, so it's – like yeah. the size of a shipping container, I assume, something uh, to that yeah. sort of magnitude. And they have two big macerator pumps in the bottom. Yep. And I think it was 40 or 50 mil pressure lines that pump up. Uh, it's the, the lid's on the third story, so it's obviously four stories deep. Yep. So there's presumably four stories of head pressure before it gets up to the sewer main yep. um, of like this pump out line. And Ugh. plumbers will understand they have a swing check and that like as it pumps up, it open, the gate opens. Yeah. And when the water pressure wants to come back down, it shuts. It shuts, yep. Pardon me. So um, I had to get in there and we had to replace those. And while we're doing that, the pump company was going to service the pumps. Yeah. And I was pretty eager at the time because I'm just <laughs> like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, no worries, man. I'll, I'll get in the hole. So what it was was like a manhole that we lift up and they put the tripod over it. You put a body harness yep, yep. on. I had like the waders, like when you go fly fishing. Yep. I had yep. those up to my chest. Yep. And then because I wear glasses, I took my glasses off because I didn't want to drop them in there. So I had yep. nothing over my eyes. Yeah. I had like a, um, a handsaw and stuff hanging off my side. Yep. And the idea was I would go in there, I will cut it. Yep. Um, there wouldn't be anything in the line because we would have isolated <laughs> it. And then um, they can they can pull the pump out and then I can glue it all back up. So I'm wearing like a respirator, like the air detector on my chest, and yep, yep. All, all the gear and click, 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 like a, like a boat winch. Yep. Wind you down into the hole and I've got like, I don't have any head torches and they've got one, like a big torch shining from above. Yeah. So I had to cross my arms to fit in the manhole. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. it's pretty tight to get in. Yep. And um, the pipes to like on my on the right of me, and I had to like turn myself. Yeah. So there's like two lines to my right hand side, and as I've like turned myself, I've put my hand on the pipe. Yeah. That's so that obviously the pumps at the bottom. Yep. Yep. The swing checks like just above my eyes. Yep. And um, I've put my hand on the pipe to swing myself around the harness so that I can start to cut it. Yeah. And as I've put my hand on the pipe to move myself, unbeknown to us, and this is I'm pretty sure what, what the causation was, was um, the whole weight of the pump was on everything. It wasn't sitting on its blocks. Ah, right. As soon as I touched it because it – Oh, it fell. No, it, sna- it, snapped, the, um, oh, yeah. it snapped the swing check. <laughs> so it dropped straight down, sheared the brass off, and I got a fan directly in the eyes. Oh. So just to give you an idea of the pressure – um, I was in a body harness and it was swinging me around like someone pushed me on a swing. Wow. So I was getting sprayed. and Four I was stories uh, of macerated. Right, right, <laughs> right in my right eyeball. Eh? That's where it hit me. So I just put my, like, put my hands over my face and just started screaming, Holy trying to grab it. And as I've done that, everyone upstairs is panicked. So I've kicked yep. the torch over. So <coughs> I'm in darkness. I'm getting absolutely 
punished, wow. swung around on Did a they harness. they wind you up pretty quick? I could hear the dude, like, I don't know if you've used one of those <laughs> I before. I have David arms, yeah. That. Do you, you have to do like three revolutions for you to move an inch. Yeah. So yep. I can just hear this thing like, yeah. this dude was just going ham. Yep. But I'm trying to grab onto anything and I'm swinging around like an absolute idiot. <laughs> and I'm be, like, yeah, so all that happened and they got me up out of the manhole and- yeah, I was screaming my head off the whole time. It was happening, obviously, because all the gas, the air detectors going bananas yeah, yeah, on my chest, sure. and yep. I'm covered. And that my um, missus at the time, like after I got out, I um, obviously drove home, and I was like, I didn't want to touch anything, like because nah. I was just head to toe covered. I was like worried about what venereal diseases is all yeah, over me because sure, yeah. it soaked everything. I was soaked to the bone from head to toe. Like yeah. filled the the waders that I was in, uh, and, like filled them up like a dam up to my knees. It was, it was a mess. Jesus. And then on the drive home, I was like, called, called my ex and was just crying and like, oh, can you please have the shower run and get any yeah. sort of disinfectant out we have? Yeah, and that's then, rough, um, eh? Yeah, for the next next week, my, whenever I would look just randomly in my eye, would like start to shake. Oh, my right. whole vision would start to shake. So I went to the optometrist and stuff. There was a whole, I won't go right into it, this whole yeah, thing. Yeah. But I spent like the next week, I had like six visits with the optometrist, yep. had lacerations all over my right eye. And oh, no way. Yeah. So then it was like, and then I had to wait two weeks and go get like all my blood tests and make sure I didn't have anything wrong with me. And they had to do like pH yep. tests and they like yep. fold a piece of paper and put it in up under your eye, like no. under your eye to, oh. it was, yeah. And then I had like on the day I had um, two liters of saline in each eye. So you have to just lay back and open your eye and stare at it. That while they like squirt it into your horrible. Eye. It was a rough day. Yeah. I, I was low key confident. I quit plumbing, yeah. but now I've got like this massive big, like cause I wear glasses, like yep. this big mask that yeah, makes yep. me look like Darth Vader. Yeah. So if you look at any of my Instagram stuff, I'm yeah, look like I'm dressed up like a power ranger whenever the, I do anything. The you know? big mask. <laughs> yeah. On, yeah. <laughs> yeah I've, I've, I've experienced it. So take a hard pass on that. Yeah, it's pretty bad, eh? Nothing like getting someone else's waste in your face. It, Especially macerated at four stories. Yeah, yeah. So a macerator too is a, a machine that chops like chops an, up uh, bigger ma- lumps <laughs> yeah. and uh, Ima- chops it into fine lumps and sends it Ima- Imagine two big ninja blenders. Yeah. That's yeah, all they yeah. are. And they just pump them up. Yeah, yeah. well, that's a, that's a pretty good story, mate. That's yeah. a shocker. <laughs> that's less than ideal. It's not good being down in confined spaces without shit flying all over you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think it'll be a long time before I'll get in one of them again. Yeah. Do you? Is there anything you hate about about doing what you're doing now? Like, are you pretty pretty uh, happy with it all? To be honest, when I was working for someone, I was like, I think complacency breeds contempt. So when yeah. you <clears throat> when you work for someone and you get in a wage each week, yep. and you don't have to find the work, you don't have to worry about anything. It's their reputation, not yours, all yep. the rest of it you get in a position where you just become comfortable and then you find something to complain about. Hence the saying, complacency breeds contempt. So yep. when I was working for someone, I'd, in my mind, I'd manifest a way to, to find it. that I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. For, but I think that's, that is, um, that's really common. Like I'm sure oh, nearly every single human can relate to that. Yeah, man. It doesn't matter who you work for. Like you, it, it does not matter. I guarantee it. You'll find someone that's got the best job in the world. Yeah. Or for example, is dating the most beautiful woman in the world. Someone's sick of them. Yeah, you know I mean, like I, someone's sick I of it. I actually like, used to say that. So yeah, with with that sort of thing, when I was working with someone, yeah, definitely was getting a bit annoyed with it. Yeah, but um, again, I think that was just me becoming complacent. Yep. And then you start looking at, oh, you always want the mind job or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then um, when I started the gig by myself, it was almost like a second win. Like I, I get really it sounds stupid, but. I get really excited when I go to a job and yeah. like just say, for example, it's a, it's a leak in a wall or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you go there, there's an issue, you find the issue, you resolve the issue and you clean up the mess. And when you leave, you're like, 
Heck yeah. That's your Done. little uh, yeah. reward system yeah, yeah, from yeah. your brain. Yeah. Espe- especially with a lot of plumbing things you do, there's a lot of, um, in my opinion, same with like bricklayers and stuff, like in stonemasons, there's a lot of uh, job satisfaction. Or sa- it doesn't matter yeah. the trade. Yeah, name for it. sure. Job satisfaction, you start something, finish something, and you look at it wasn't there and now it's there and you're like, yeah, yep. sweet. Or there was an issue and now it's gone. But working for myself, I don't really, there's nothing that I really hate about it. Yep. Um, obviously, there's things that you get annoyed, just certain jobs you're not a huge fan of yeah, and whatever, yeah. but again, few and far between. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So you think this will last a lot longer before you ever get that same sort of feel and have been sick of it? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I, I've got a lot of love for it now. Like I really enjoy it. I take a lot of pride in doing what I do and it, I'm really lucky being on the Gold Coast. I've somehow, I don't know how, managed to get myself associated with a lot of really talented bigger plumbing companies than me yep, yep. that have always sort of, since I've started, looked after me and I've, I've done my best to promote them and likewise they have. And when I didn't have much work on, they'd sling me work and stuff like that. So well, I think that probably a, a way to explain a bit of that is probably just being a, a nice human like you are, you know, being a, a nice bloke. I just, that, you know, yeah, like I'm by no means, I'm no perfect human. There's no, no, like I, I've done plenty of things that I'm sure upset a lot of people and whatever yeah. in my time. And, and I think everyone does, but that's just life. You know, you, you learn those things, you find out who you are and yeah. when you just want to do good and just help people, I think that's the people that you surround yourself with. Yeah. Like yeah. you said this, you hit the nail on the head earlier when you said if you lay with dogs, you get fleas. Mm. If if you surround yourself with successful people and you want to do well, you want to help them, you want to do good things, then yep. you can't not be successful, you know what I mean? Yep. I like that. Always be trying to lift your mates up, eh? Oh, I had a real real interesting conversation with a dude at the gym about that. Hey, yep. so we're having a chat and I, um, I, I can't recall what the job was, but I promoted another plumbing company and said you should use them. Yeah. He's like, aren't you a plumber? I was like, yeah. He's like, well, why don't you do it? I was like, well, I just, I just don't have the materials to do what the, yeah. the size job that you want to do. Yeah. It's like, well, why would you say you want them to do it? Why wouldn't you just try and up, like upsize? It's like, well, I've seen their work, mate. They are shit hot plumbers. Like yeah. I would 100% recommend them. And if, you, if you're able to, depending on the situation, obviously, if you're yeah. able to take a step back and be like, yeah, man, like, I promote them. I promote them. Like I want that, them to do come, well. That should come around. All too, swings you know? and roundabouts, man. The Gold yeah, Coast sure. is a real small place, and yep. you soon, you find that out all kinds of quickly when yep. you start working for yourself. For sure. Yeah. That's so yeah. I'm a I'm a huge fan of if you see another tradie, even if they're the same trade as you, promote them. What's it going to yep. do? Same thing. If like if you have, um, if you're at a job and you see a young fellow who's working for a company and does a good job, yeah. If you get the chance and you have the time, give that company a call and be like, hey mate, it takes two seconds of your day. Hey mate, old arm. James that was on site, man, what a good bloke. Like I highly recommend yeah, him. Right like, unreal. And that boss, like it goes absolute miles for the employee yep. and it looks good on the employer. So yeah, that's a big, sure. and it's the same thing with if you're running a business and you reckon it, recommend another business, I reckon it's all swings and roundabouts. We're all tradies. Definitely. We all want to make money. We all want to do well. So why not support each other? And that, you know, that'll um, breed a, an environment that, that other people that you've helped will defend you too in the future you know yeah no yeah, what, yeah. so like um i've said this before and it sounds corny as but i want to know that if i walked into as a plumber if i walked into reese yep. and i got something walked out if someone said something bad about me yeah i know that either the lads at reese or whoever's there will be like no nah, man you've yep. that's not right if they have a good reason to fair enough yeah, G- yeah. give me all the stick in the world but yep. if i haven't i like to know that people have got your back especially sure. in, especially in the industry and Likewise with someone else, if someone else was to say something bad about them, like, yeah, like, well, are you sure? Like, are you sure that's right? You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe you're on the wrong foot there. You know what I mean? Yeah, 
And if you got something to say about someone, yeah, at least let, say it while they're there, oh. Yeah, have a go. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, have you got some uh, advice for, you know, younger people or, or maybe even people looking to, um, you know, go from an apprenticeship into uh, that transition into business? Yeah, 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 for sure. So with all that sort of stuff, um, it, this is just, look, I'm – green as grass when it comes to this sort of stuff mm. and I'm still mm. learning every day but it's still fresh in your mind too so yeah 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 the biggest thing biggest thing for brain. me mm. be comfortable in your own skin in knowing what you know don't um so for let's just say for example I'm a maintenance plumber that's what I'm yep. good at yep. I can't do stacks to save my life eh? like okay. I can do them but it's going to take me a hot minute to get it done yeah whereas someone else who's done commercial will just smoke through it yeah yeah stick to what you're good at yep and be honest with yourself about it then yeah, when, right. when you have a bit more work on, then you can take the time to learn new things. But in the meantime, just do what you're good at first yep. and just be honest with everything. And then in regards to the pricing, don't sell yourself short. Don't chase yourself to your bottom. Chase yourself to the bottom. Yep, it's yep. the dumbest thing you could do in my opinion. Just have a, have a little bit of self-worth with the pricing. I suppose that would be one of those uh, hindsight learning curves, you know. You don't realise until it's too late. You've yeah. already put all the hours in and yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Just to get stung. Sometimes it's better off to stay, like, like I said before, sometimes yep. it's better off to stay in bed and go broke than it is to, um, yeah, go out and do the job and make no money or do your ass. You've had some good, good advice so far. So what about young apprentices actually in there now? And what, what advice would you have, you know, for them to, to sort of be a good apprentice? Um, Everyone, like everybody's different in that regards. I actually had a, a chat with um, apprentices being on here. Um, uh, the plumbing apprentice is oh, Jimmy. Instagram handle. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a chat with him about it, and he had some really good tips. So feel free to go back and listen. To the oh podcast, yeah, true. Guys. Ah, nice segue. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> um, he did too. Yeah, so I had a chat with him about all that sort of stuff as well. And um, just in my personal opinion, from what I did, just ask questions. Personal preference again, but a lot of tradesmen should take this on board as well. Is even though you've been in the trade a long time and you see someone younger than you doing something, it's there's a lot of people that have been shown something that you've never known. Yeah. And don't be like, don't be as a tradesman. Too proud to. Yeah. 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 yeah for sure. Don't, yeah. Don't have, like, don't put yourself too high on a pedestal to learn from people that are younger or less experienced than yep. you. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, as an apprentice, just ask all the questions in the world. Yep. And like, I, I'm, I'm bad for it myself. Like I always listen to podcasts and I take a fair bit of footage of my work and stuff. But as an apprentice, when I worked on rigs and stuff, what yep. they did with us is you just got your phone and you locked it. You just told any, uh, yeah, it yeah. gave your parents. So people who are like your caretakers or whomever it may be, your next to kin, yeah. give them your boss's number. Lock, I know it's tough, especially now, but lock your phone and put it in the glove box in your car before you jump in your boss's truck. <coughs> Don't take yep. your phone to work. Yeah, It's not put your phone down. You won't. Like, I, I don't care who you are. If you get a vibration in your pocket, you're going to check it when someone's not looking. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And just if, if if you're able to and you don't need it for work, yeah, lock your, lock your phone and put it in the glove box. You definitely, uh, definitely learn more, eh, when you're actually uh, invested in a, in a job, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So think of how much time you put into your into your phone, you know what I mean? Yep, like, jump. Yep. everyone's got iPhones. Look at your screen time. Yeah. You want to you yeah. upset yourself? You ought, to, you ought to see my screen, Dom. Oh, I'm be, paid to use my phone now. It's ruthless. Oh, so it's I've got terrible. like, um, just for me personally, I, I put only recently a guy showed me you can put um, locks on all your social media for oh, screen right. time. Yeah, right. So once mine, like once mine cracks an hour <laughs> and a half, it comes up, yeah, it comes up saying you. screen time expired for the day or whatever, ignore for 15 minutes or ignore for the day. Yeah, right. Yeah, and cool. For me, that's something that I've been doing a lot to yep. just try Trotting. and woo up on it a bit. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, well, it is, it's a huge thing at the moment. Is it like as most people know, it's a an actual addiction 
to phones and social oh, media. It's, like that's, it's a, a huge reward system. You, you're like, I'm sure you've had this conversation before and a lot of people listening would. Um, when they go, oh, look how smart my three-year-old they, is they can use an iPad. Ha <laughs> yeah. Look how smart Apple is that they can make a three-year-old use it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, actually, I've got, I've got a two- and a four-year-old. Yeah. And, and um, I thank Apple sometimes because – Oh, they're a saving grace. Oh, man, it is. I don't have kids, no, no, so, by the way. Sometimes <laughs> you can just um, – no, that's why you can work 90 hours a week. Yeah, <laughs> on occasion. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, sometimes you can just slide that iPad. We said we never would. We mean Crystal and I agreed. No, they'll never use devices until you know they're a lot older. And and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just take that for a minute, yeah, would you? Just have a look at Octonauts for a hot second. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they're uh, they're pretty handy, but we're 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 trying to uh, limit to it. You know, a, only a tiny amount of screen time because it is it it uh, it's not good for them. Um, yeah, just oh, just segueing back to um, I my mind works different, so it's about that. Um, but. Uh, when you were talking to Jimmy, you were talking about tools in regards yes. to what's an apprenticeship buyer's tool. Yeah, good. I like this. So um, if you go to any Reese, yeah. um, they have a toolbox there called a journeyman's kit. Okay, right. And it's like a galvanized toolbox and it's got one of your first things you need. If it was me yeah. and I was an apprentice again, the first thing that I would have bought instead of new wheels for my ute yeah. probably would have been a journeyman's kit. Right. But being knowing what I know now in the tool trade and everything like that, we can get tools. I'd probably, um, I'd probably look at what's so go to Reese, find out what's in a journeyman's kit, uh, so write source, it all down, source. yeah, and then you can go get it affordably through like trade tools and renegade. Yeah, yeah <laughs> nice. So, for example, a set of Rothenberger benders yep. is. I can't recall. Yeah. No, north of oh, – well, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the three-quarter benders. They're north of 200 bucks, right? Yeah. 230 yep. bucks or whatever they may be. They're pretty expensive. How much are ours? Well, the <laughs> other day mm-hmm. I needed a set of three-quarter so I went and bought some, the yeah. Renegade ones, and don't quote me, but I think they're like 60 bucks or something. Yeah. Could have been a bit cheaper. Not bad, I. Eh? Oh, mate. We're here for you, mate. Yeah. We're here for you. Hashtag Renegade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you should see the compressor. They've got oh. the first one. Have you got one of ours? No, you have the first one here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that um, 1987, I think it was made, still runs. Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool, though. Not bad, good size. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, good advice. I like that. What uh, what tools do you run mostly? Oh, like what? mate, this is a brilliant discussion. I fight out of a yellow corner hard. Do you? Yeah, yeah big right time. On. So I think I'm one of the only plumbers on the coast that I'm aware of that run DeWalt. Everyone yeah, okay. else is Milwaukee. And to be 100% honest... I um I nearly switched over on several occasions. Yeah. I was gonna gonna gonna, and they had a um a kickback where you give some of your tool, like you give them the tools and whatever it was. I can't yeah. recall. And I was going to do that, and then I bought a blower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it was yeah. like a hundred bucks. I was like, I can afford that. See, so. it's it's yeah, it's pretty big commitment to to switch platforms once you're invested in one, and it's pretty hard to to go anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A well, huge like, financial investment for me. Um, I. Uh, looking at how this, like how the tides are changing and stuff with all the tools. Yeah. Um, I just personal preference. I haven't had any issues with any of my tools. I've still got my drill from when I was a second year. Yeah. And as well, it's not a hammer drill. It's just a brush drill. And I've no joke. Yeah, right. Had made like a 10 mil masonry bit. Yeah. I had my knee uh, like, um, on a, pa- like a paver on the back of the drill, my knee on the paver. Yeah. So I was, when I first moved up here, I didn't have a hammer drill. Yeah, and, uh, oh, and I needed smacking a, it. Well, I needed to I needed to put in a toilet pan. <laughs> yeah, and it needed to be concrete. Uh, it needed to be drilled in. Mm-hmm. So I had my drill smoke 
peeling out of the sides of it. I had batteries on recharge flat out, like yep. changing them out like I was in a war. That's and tough, my, my knee on the back of the paver on the back of the drill with smoke coming out of it because it was too hot for my knee to touch the back of the drill and Jeez. just use the drill itself with the masonry bit to drill through concrete to put um, 10 mil plugs in. Still got that drill. Has that's, not burnt that's out. impressive. <laughs> what breed was that? What uh, type of drill? Uh, it's a 18 volt. Is uh, it DeWalt? DeWalt, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So it's you it's, a, it's a, br- a brush one and yep. it's... Old, a, old as the hills, when yeah. I done my carpentry apprenticeship, I had uh, Makita, and same thing. I had their brushed, brushed uh, eighteen volt drill, and it last. I never had to change the brushes. I had it for years, and it maybe six or seven years, yeah, yeah. and it, I just couldn't kill it. So, sorry guys, just going to pop in here with a quick ad. You know how it is. Uh, won't take long. Alfie Langer. Mate, did you know that many Renegade industrial air compressors and pressure cleaners are made right here in Queensland? Yeah, Brad. They kicked off way back in the 80s, just like myself. And the only place you can buy them is at your local trade tool store. Renegade's an icon, just like you, Alfie. Trade Tools, born and bred in our great state. And just like me, Queensland proud. Trade Tools does not discriminate and happily offers its products to anyone and everyone, including New South Welshmen that have managed to find their way to this great state of ours. Trade Tools, Queensland proud. And finished. Thanks, guys. What are your uh, hobbies outside work? What do you do? What do you do in in Joel time? Ah, uh, oh well, prior to the business, uh, nah, I still do a lot of stuff. I ride mountain bikes a fair bit. Yeah, okay. So I've got a um, mini build. Does that too? There you go. What up, friendship? Mini, what up, mini build? Boom. If you ever see a guy riding a uh, magenta and black Santa Cruz, that's me. Magenta. Yeah, I don't want to specific. Wanna, I don't want to say purple. No, nah, I didn't want to say pink. It's more pink. <laughs> yeah, true, yeah. true. <laughs> but it's sick, but it's, um, anyways. So yeah, I um I ride mountain bikes a little bit, and then um I've uh, done a bit of tall ship sailing, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So. Okay. So right, we'll stop there for a sec. Tool, tall ship. Roger. All right. T A W L tall ship. So, uh, and that is like essentially what most people would look at and say that's a pirate ship. Yeah. 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 So you sail. Around yeah. Yeah. Them. So I, um, without getting right into it, um, yeah. my dad used to uh, volunteer teaching disabled kids how to sail at a place called Sailability. Yeah, right. And um, yeah, he's always sort of told me, oh yeah, have a crack at sailing, you enjoy it, you enjoy it. And I was like, ah, oh, that's cool, jump on my mountain bike and do a wheelie. Yeah, yeah. And um, So your old boy's a, um old nautical man, is he? Uh, not, yes and no sort of thing. He's, um, he's just always done, as much as he says he doesn't, Yep. As he's always just done stuff to help. Like yep, yep. in the town we grew up in, he started it like we were in a real small country town. So he started like a touch football to get oh, everybody yeah. together and just always done stuff to bring people together. Yep. And um, he, when, when we mo- when he moved up here to Queensland from down home, yeah, um, he just needed to do something. He wanted to get out in the water and looked at what his <laughs> options were. And he's like, well, pirate what? ship, obviously. But, oh no, no, it wasn't a pirate ship. It was just <laughs> oh. like the, the little sailors. Oh, and stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then I, um, <laughs> ironically, my ex was right into, um, sailing these big tall ships and she's yep. like, Oh, have you had a look at young endeavor in Sydney? Yeah. And I was like, Oh, that looks pretty cool. eh?" so jumped online, applied, accepted, went down, did the voyage. <clears throat> Pardon me. It was awesome. I had a blast and I was like, Oh, because I, I knew people on that boat. Um, that were from where I grew up, oh, in Canberra. And I was like, the next time I want to do a tall ship, I'll yeah. go somewhere where I don't know anyone. I want it to be like how it's supposed to be, where yep. it's just yep. strangers on a boat and For here sure. you go. So I jumped on Instagram mm. and um, just searched the hashtag tall ship and was just looking at some real cool boats. And I found this uh, Pacific Swift and Pacific Grace, Yeah, the two boats sailing side by side. And I was like, oh, wow, they're gorgeous. Like, where's yeah, that? But how long are these boats, the ships? Oh, but they oh. I think they're, but they're like the north of a hundred foot. Like oh right, they're yeah, big. Okay. Yeah, 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 like 
And they're, are they all timber, proper timber? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, really? So, um, like a lot of them are steel hulled and timber mast and stuff like that. But um, I couldn't help but carry on like a pirate or a Viking every day. Did, was there heaps of that carry on on there? Oh, there's a lot of like activity stuff. There's a lot of youth groups that do sales and stuff like that. But yep. um, yeah, as for that tool ship, I found it on Instagram and then found who shared the post and then found where the post originally came from. Yeah, and um, just sent him an email and it's uh, salts in Canada. Yeah, on right. Victoria Island. So I just sent a message saying, hey, I'm 24, I'm from the Gold Coast and that boat's cool. How can I sail it? Yeah, right. Like it's pretty competitive, but apply and see how you go. And then three months later, I got an email at like on a Wednesday at 11 at night. Like, What's this? Had a look. And, and it was, uh, congratulations, you've been accepted on Voyage 2. We'll see you in three months. So how many like, people f- were, how many people were like a part of the crew on each? Uh, so on, on the boat I was on, I was on Pacific Swift in Canada and there was 30 people on the boat. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So you get, do they at least let you flick a lure while you're out there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah, oh, for sure. Like yes. there's when, we, um, we, like where we were, we didn't catch anything, but, um, when you, when you, uh, on the, in Canada specifically, when we're doing the inside passage, there's a lot of places where you do a lot of motor sailing. So it's just yeah. under motor and you just, okay, right. it's more like a cruise. You're just sitting yeah. on the deck and How, how fast would they motor along? Probably oh, slow. Ten like, knots or something? Nah, nah oh, like less. Three or four knots, yeah, oh, yeah. Just chugging along. It's a good trolling speed though, mate. Yep. So that's what we did. We'd throw lures and stuff out the back and, and yeah. trawl along. It was pretty cool. There was a few hand lines and stuff. A couple of people got snapped off, but mm. never anything. Yeah, well. Kicking back with a line in the water, oh, I think. Yeah, it's there's something about the serenity. Mm. Ah, look at all the serenity. serenity. It's that good. But um, yeah, tall ships are freaking excellent. If you ever get the opportunity, it completely changed the way that I look about things. And yeah, right. Uh, especially in life, as corny as that sounds, I went over to Canada and I was working huge hours before I went. And yep. Was just knuckling into it. And so when it was I, sort of like I went over there, and a lot of the a lot of the people there are a lot more laid back and had a chat just about life. You know what I mean? Just yep. Yep. what do you enjoy? Like why? Do, where do you find your happiness? And then you spend because when you're out there, you have no social media. Your phones get taken. Oh well, they didn't get taken off you, but you, you have no have service. No, no, for you're, sure. in, you're at sea, like you don't have anything, and all you have is the thirty people that you're around, and you become s- the closest of like my closest friends are over there. Yep. Besides my mates back home, obviously, but yep. because you spend so much time on a boat, you know everything about everyone and it just becomes yep. like a family. Hey, and when you leave, it's seriously, it's like it's like leaving close family. You're yep. just so attached because you've spent such a long time together. For sure. And it's hard to find um, hard to find people in life that actually ask you questions like that. Where do you find happiness? Questions that make you sit there and think, I don't know. I'm not yeah. sure. I yep. don't know. Yeah. When you when you have thirteen days on a boat <laughs> Yep. And there's not much to do besides playing guitar, singing and sailing the ship. You soon ask the questions of how was your day? <sighs> I don't have to like, Yeah, that's good for 20 <clears throat> seconds. I yeah. want to, do you believe Let's in spirituality? What makes yep, you happy? Yep. What's your biggest fears? Let's like, get deeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you, that's where you build, especially with like, that's why podcasts in my opinion are becoming more and more popular. People yep. want that. A lot of people don't like transparency. They want that long form, deep discussion. Sure. I, I want to know about you. I actually care. Like yep. I, that's same with customers. That's why I want to spend 10, 15 minutes more on site, I, I actually, I want to know you. So yep. when you say you want a plumber, it's not just, oh, get the plumber. It's, nah, get Joel from Ahat. I know him real well. He's a good dude. It's good. If you ever find people that ask you those big questions, don't uh, don't push them away, oh, because nah. Casey's the only bloke, you know, I've had heaps of good mates, but Casey's the only one that actually sat down with me and, and asked me questions like that and, yeah. and got me thinking. And, yeah, I've grown heaps, heaps since meeting him and, and purely because of conversations like that. Yeah, and it's a lot of, a lot of people... Um, a lot of people just listen to music, uh, yeah. like listen listen to music and do their nine to five job, and they don't sound silly, but they don't think like that. You know what I mean? By yeah. just sitting down and being like, "Nah, seriously, man, like, 
what makes me happy? Like, yeah. what do I enjoy? Who do I want to be around? What do I want to do? And yeah. ask, like, instead of just going down the pub and getting pissed on the weekend, like yeah. decide, no, nah, I want to get fit. I want to get healthy or I want to travel or whatever they want to do. And you find those big questions. Walking away from a conversation where you've learned something about yourself. Like you, you've answered a question that someone else asked and, and in that answer you actually learn because you have to think. You know, I don't know, and you learn something about yourself, and boom, it's just inspiring. Aren't yeah, it? yeah, it's it's I, like I absolutely love it. That's why I've always spoke a lot. Like I've just always been a big talker, but yep. I just absolutely adore those sort of conversations. If I can yep. have it, I don't care if I never see that person again in my life. Yep. But if I have a conversation with them, and I I know that they've got something out of it that they can reflect on, it's going to yep. help them in their life. I'm stoked. I'm sure. so happy with it. Yep. Got to try and get profound every now and then, eh? Yeah, and it's like a lot of people, when you start that conversation, you'd be like, yeah, mate, like, what's your fear? Oh, but like, whatever, mate, harden up, have some concrete. I'm like, nah, man, like, we both know that, you like, there's something wrong. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's have a chat about it. Like, I'm, and it's the same if anyone's listening and you're having a shit day and everyone who's around you, you know if you talk to them, they're just going to tell you, oh, well, harden up, mate, you'll be all right or whatever. Just send me a message on Instagram. More yeah. than happy to have a chat. There you go. Needs more people. Uh, the world needs more people like that. Yeah, I, I definitely think that's a big deal, especially because we all we all talk about the mental health and the trades and yeah, big how, time. Yeah, it's a big deal, man. Like, um, and if you're seriously willing to go out there and help each other, it's the same with promoting yep. other businesses and stuff. It's going to go leaps and bounds for sure. Yeah, it's uh, and it's it's moving in in great directions too. You know, from look at even ten years ago, you know, it wasn't really it wasn't until you were really sort of struggling that that talk conversation would ever come up ever but yeah too little too late yeah stages, that's right yeah. yeah yeah it was like the dark arts people didn't want to know about it yep yeah now it's uh it's slowly becoming uh you know when you when you mention mental health people don't yeah they try don't try it away it, yeah whatever. try and get away from the conversation and yeah. sometimes that's all it that's all it takes is just to be like it's the same as when you see someone in the street always a smile and yeah be kind hey, no. yeah, yeah. You, know, it, you can be anything so in more. life you can be anything in life just be kind yeah i'd be yeah be kind to people just treat care. them like you treat your, your mates and just care like yeah, sure. i know that's hard for some people and it sounds silly but sometimes it like you just smiling at someone when they walk past not yep. in a creepy kind of way yeah yeah like, <laughs> <there you> go. <laughs> um, i was but, just trying to be polite jesus let's make yeah. sure you're all good <laughs> yeah um but yeah, sometimes it goes a, a lot longer, a lot further than people realise. Yeah, for sure. But Big time. Yeah. Anyways, the tall ship thing, unreal. Absolutely loved it. If you get an opportunity, go do it. And that was a huge defining part of my life. But when I came back and I was like, yep, if I'm going to do something, do it. Like we don't yeah, know cool. how long we're going to be here for. Like, yeah, for sure. And you re- like you realise how little you are when you're out there and you think about all these crazy big questions. Like yep. what, if we're lucky, we're going to get 75 spins around on this rock. If we're lucky. Yeah. Why don't you do something you enjoy? Like if you're going to have a crack at a business, go do it. If you if you want to study, just say, for example, if you did want to go study and the degree's four years and you're like, oh, I'm 35, I don't want to start and go study now. Mate, that four years is going to go past regardless. Yeah, wait until you have kids. Whoa, yeah. time just flies. Well, the, like the big thing with that, so when you're younger, you think about time and you're like, oh, you know, like it's school holidays, they just dragged out. <laughs> like two weeks was just, come on, like yeah. when's the yeah. next day I want to see my mates? But yeah, you're blinking the you, years over nowadays. Yeah, that's because, part of me, you, as you get older, you percep- like this is just my personal view on yeah, it, yeah. but your perception on time changes. So when you're younger, you only know what three years is or you only yeah. know what 10 years is because you're 10 or you're 15. When you're yeah, like, Well, you've only experienced that much. You yeah. don't know any different. Yeah, it makes but, sense. But when you're 25 or 30, you're like, oh, holy crap. Like you have so much more of an experience of time that you're able to um, you're able to see, you know what I mean, like how yeah. quickly yeah, it goes. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It makes perfect sense. What uh, what goals do you have? Uh, I like ironically on the study thing. I want like eventually I'd like to be a paramedic. Yeah, so okay, that's right. that's sort of my dream job, but. Yeah. It's something that I, I think I need to do a lot more thinking about before I do it, just in the mental health aspect side of things, yep, like seeing yep. trauma every day. I don't think it's that great yeah, for you. So pretty, pretty hardcore. That, that's something that I would love to do. But um, And, and this, this sounds sort of corny, but I want to be in a position where I know my, that my dad will never have to work again. Yep. So yep. that's... No, I, yeah. Yeah. So that's sort of... It, it sounds silly, but... No, it's not... No, it doesn't. To some all, people, though. but like I, I obviously want to do well. Like if, yep. there was, if, there was two thi- if there was two things that I'd say for, for me to be successful, it's to know that um, my dad will never have to work again. Yep. But he's in a position where he won't really anyways, but yep. I want to know that if he wants a boat, I can buy him a boat. Yeah. Or if he wants to go somewhere, he can go there. I've often actually thought yeah. uh, the same thing about my old boy. I think he used to love this... Um, Capri, this Ford Capri thing he had, and he, and he sold it for nothing when he was young, and he's always talked about it. And I thought, I hope one day I can surprise him with a car like that. Yeah, you know, the yeah. same car. My and, dad's the same with an XU1. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. There you go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, and I want to own a '79 Series Land Cruiser. So, outright. yeah, right. Yeah, outright. Not not on a hundred and fifty thousand dollar inflation though. <laughs> I want I want to own a cruiser and make sure Dad can do whatever money, he wants. Eh? Is that what they're worth? One fifty. Oh, if you go to somewhere like um, Patriot Campus or somewhere like oh, that, yeah, true. by the time yeah, yeah. you get a tray put on it and lifted and all the fruit and whatever, yep. there's something like 80 grand out of the factory with no yeah, tray. Yeah, okay, right, yeah. It's not hard to spend another 30 on it. Nah, for sure, that's, yeah. But, um, yeah, that, so, yeah, for me, <laughs> make sure make sure dad's all hunky-dory and yep. own a cruiser. Cool. I'll yeah, be, good, mate. I'll be one happy little camper. But in saying that, I think you just need to – realize that they lead their own life as well and they make their own decisions yeah um as much as you want to do that that's again that's just a personal thing um and just to be happy with what you got even though you do have those aspirations and whatever like i'm not rich by any means but i actually before i forget i heard a quote i read a quote yesterday it was on one of them instagram pages that gives you all the nice quotes and and uh it's it's an ironic message and it said something like uh if you look at what you have in life you'll always have more if you look at what you don't have in life you'll never have enough the ironic thing is that it's actually a quote from oprah (laughs) and i was thinking that's rich coming out of you yeah 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 as she buys everyone a car I read, I read the, um, yeah, I read the quote and I thought, oh, geez, that's nice. I and then I, Oprah, down the bottom, I thought, ah, oh, yeah, easy for you to say. Be cooler if it said Russell Coit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, where were we? I can't remember. Uh, as for the fine, like the financial things, like being happy with what you got. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. So with that sort of stuff, um, for me, like for me personally, I think it's it's been a real hard thing to. Because my mind's always like super active. Yep. It's for me. It's been a hard thing to just be like, look, I live like I live near Burley. I live in one of the most beautiful places in the world. Yeah. Like, yep. I have enough money to get by and I have enough work to keep me going. Yep. Like, just it's just easy for a second. It is easy it. to um to forget what you have. Yeah. Like, like you do get focused on on what you want, and you and that sort of shows you all the stuff that you you don't have yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's so easy to forget that some someone else on the same road you live on is struggling way worse than you. They they don't have all the things like I've got two kids and you know, the I've got an old motorbike that's on its way out and the car's a bit busted but got cool blinkers, but yeah, that's right. But I got uh but I got two kids and a missus that, that adores me and a roof over our head, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a big thing with that, like me working for myself and whatever. Well, I've I've thought about on numerous occasions is 
I think it when I was a first or a second year yeah. and I was, I was driving home from working in a hot dog van at 3am in the morning and I was just thinking to myself, one day this will be worth it. Yeah. One day this will be worth yeah. it. And then the other day when I slept in till nine o'clock because I can, yeah. got up, went down the beach with a coffee and just put my feet in the sand. It was like, eh, do I go to work today? Yeah. Nah, I better go to work today. <laughs> like yeah. just, just to be able to realize that I've gone from being in one position to the other and yeah. just uh, reflecting on that and just being sure. appreciative. Don't get me wrong. Do well, strive for sure. hundred yeah. percent, have a yeah. crack. But sure. at the same time, you need to understand you've come a long way and just yep. enjoy it for a second. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, good, mate. Well, Don't. we might hit our um, rapid-fire questions. They're never really rapid, but anyway, Vin or Ute, mate, what do you run? Uh, I run a Ute. Do you? Yeah. Okay, That's so. Not surprising. Uh, ute, for, ute for smell. Ute. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ute yeah. for smell. Right. So if you're a plumber and you've yeah. got an eel or you've got a jetter in a van or uh, anything like yeah, that. Yeah, that makes or if, sense. Or if, you, if you've pulled out a uh, pulled out like an incinerator and you've yep. left that to just ferment in yeah, your van yep. over the weekend yep. and then got in on Monday morning and nearly the doors nearly blow off it. Yeah, see, that makes perfect sense. A, a ute's definitely better for that. Yeah. Um, and I obviously will pick a ute because I'm going to own a 79 series Anchor. Is that True. Right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> ute. Silly question, Brad. <laughs> of course. Um, but van for practicality, for sure. You can throw everything in it. It's Lock all it locked up. up. Yep. You press the button, it's locked. I don't have to walk around and put my key in each toolbox. And yep. All that sort of stuff, and it's all secured out of the weather. And you look at it, and it's like a, it's literally like a race when you walk in there. This all semios, whatever you all set you know, up. Yeah, it's just you've got a wall full of fittings, and you yep. know what's up. It's all labelled, it's all clear, it's all easy to get to. So for me, maintenance wise, definitely a van. Yeah. Um, but for the Ute side of things as well, you can like I can drive in. I've got pipes and stuff hanging off my Ute everywhere. Yeah. Yep. And I can drive in low clearance underground car parks and stuff. No worries. Then yep. you can't do that usually. True. Yeah. Right. So yeah, there's Good there's al- there's always bits and pieces to it. It all de- all depends. But me personally, I don't mind working out of a Ute. I have yep. no issues with it. Yeah. It's easier with a van in some aspects, but yeah, I'm I'm probably going to lean more more Ute wise. Yeah. And that's mainly because the cruiser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then I don't look like a hypocrite in like a year's time. All right. What about uh, diet? Now I I. Did come into this with preconceptions. I thought, you know, healthy wrap and salad or pie, pie or sausage roll, and I thought I had you pegged. Oh, right. So I'm, <laughs> I can smack a calorie like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I can put it away. Um, so to, in all seriousness. I could do it 25. Yeah. <laughs> in all seriousness, I'd smack both over the course of the day, huh? Yeah. So, so whatever is put in front of you, you'll destroy. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Like last night I had two family-sized pizzas just because I can. Did two? Yeah. That's solid. Yeah, that is. I do one, and I I spend the rest of the night feeling disgusting and guilty. Oh, it's heavy breathing when you go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Sucking in the big one. As you're taking a big breath and slurp for my chocolate thick shake again, (laughs) I'm like, it's probably not ideal. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) Yeah. But the next morning, I'm just like, eh, whatever. I'll probably eat healthy tonight. We'll see how we go. Yeah, see how it goes. I trained pretty hard tonight. We should be sweet. True, yeah. See, I don't do that. I just lift the kids up and out of bed and uh, into the bath. No, I don't. Chris does all that. Yeah, even like even for childcare workers, that'd be pretty rough on the spine or bending at the hips all day, picking up three year olds. Man, it's like picking up sandbags all day. It, if not, I, not. I've, I cannot say enough nice things about people that can work in childcare. Oh. I have. There's only a few professions that I think. How the hell could anyone do that? How could they do it? And childcare is one of them. Yep, they've got them nurturing instincts, so oh. all power to them. 
I couldn't imagine a worse job. I couldn't. I honestly could not think <laughs> of a worse job. They I'll should be paid heaps. I'll give you two that are worse. All right, go. Off the top of my head. All right, shoot. All right, first one, asbestos removal. <laughs> Shit, yeah. Second one, Uh-oh. insulation removal. Oh, yeah, <laughs> or insula- you're right. insulation installer. Yep, you're right. Anyone knows who's in the trades. Uh, if you've been sweaty in the eave of a roof, half laying on the jip rock, half laying on the on the rafters trying to get a pipe through an eave and you can feel it itching under your arm. It, it's giving me flashbacks. <laughs> yep, I'd, uh, ra- I'd rather deal with a screaming toddler than that. Thank you. True. So, t- tell me that in 10 years, mate. I <laughs> uh, hope not. <laughs> uh, and finally, mate, cashies or no cashies? Uh, okay. That's the end. Yep. So for me, no cashies. Oh, you don't? Oh, that's good. I'm All glad right. you said that. All Why? Right. So for – this is just personal preference. Yeah, of but course. as a small business – um, you need to know that you're earning money and you need to know where it's going and what's going on. Keep, yeah, okay. Keep track of it. Like I need to make sure as a like a new plumber on the scene yeah. that everything that I do is straighty 180. Yep, yep. And when I was an apprentice, like when I was an apprentice, hypothetically I would do them for some yeah. extra money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'd go fix like my mate's neighbour's taps, hypothetically. Uh, pff, who cares? Yeah, whatever. Um, but, you know, for that 50 bucks and it doesn't seem yeah. like that for them, they're stoked. And you, yeah, that's like, right. Oh, sweet. Half me weeks, <laughs> half me weeks wages right yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. There's a set of stockies for the weekends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so um, small business, no cash to the start. If you're, est- if you're established, then, yeah, I understand where they have their place. Yeah, cool. Well, mate, thanks heaps for coming in. That was a really good conversation. I thoroughly enjoyed that. We'll have to get you back in here and you're going to start doing content for us, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm keen as a bean for that. So Excellent. As um, if you don't follow me, yeah, you can follow me. Self-plug here. Yep, yep. Shameless plug. Um, AHAP, so A-H-A-P, is there uh, my Instagram handle or A-H-A Plumbing? A-H-A Plumbing or A-H-A Plumbing. Get around it, guys. He's a really good bloke. So um, yeah, thanks very much for bringing us in here. This has been awesome. I've had a great it, chat and in all like, but in all, all seriousness with that sort of stuff. If anyone has any questions or wants to just give me a ring and have a chat when it comes to that sort of stuff, I've always got time to uh, have a chat and listen to what you got to say. You're a top bloke, mate. Thanks for coming in. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Talk to you.